Hey, I'm Ben Silverio. I'm Warwick Johnson. And I'm Ansel Birch. And it's time to party! This episode was recorded on August 9th. We are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. Yeah, that's right. I know the Tokyo Drift song. Is that? That's the song <laughs> from Tokyo Drift? Yeah. Wow. I thought I wasn't the only one who was like, oh, okay. Wait, when, how many times have you seen Tokyo Drift? So much. Have you? Yeah, when that movie came out, my cousin would bump that tune whenever we go drive. Ah, okay. All right. Oh, that makes sense. Hey, party people. Welcome to Time to Party. Welcome back. Hopefully, you're coming back. And now it's time to cop. Time to cap. That's, that's where we're <laughs> that's at. What, no, a cab. That's a cab. Okay, sorry. A cab includes time cops. Yeah, for I was the ask record. If all time cops are bastards. All yeah. time cops are bastards. Okay, well, there are four time cops, I think, total that we see in this movie. Yes. Half of them are evil and yes. working for the bad guy. Right. So already off, not to a great start. Right. Bruce McGill, solid, solid dude, solid dude. in the film, uh, most recently seen in the Jack Reacher TV show, where he plays the evil mayor. Um, spoilers. I mean, you can tell he's evil. He's got a cane. So of course he's evil. He's, he's um, a politician. Dead he's a politician. Um, but he is, I think, the only one that I would consider to be a good cop in this. Mm-hmm. But again, constantly needs to be reminded that Jean-Claude Van Damme is his friend. Correct. So... Not a very, a not very reliable. Yes. Very forgetful. There's also the weird pervert guy. Yeah. But I don't know if I but would only consider in the one him timeline. a cop. Yes. In the main timeline where everybody else. In the sacred timeline, he's kind of a pervert. In the sacred kind of a pervert. He is watching porn at work. That is a level of pervert that is a firmly established on but the But also it's side. VR porn. Yes. It's not regular which is porn on a laptop worse. or anything. It's he has the headset on and everything. It's so much worse though because it's it's like an immersive porn. Sure. If he was sneaking pics at like a penthouse, like a, a 2004 future penthouse, What if right? he was just wearing the headset from uh from Demolition Man? Oh boy, that would be that'd be much worse. That would be way worse. Cuz they'd have to like scrub his thing. Right. Actually, do you want a fun piece of trivia about Time Cop? Oh my god. Because I, I have some trivia. I enjoy that you like moved your notes with significance. Yeah, because this is since this is an audio thing, I wanted to get the whole of, of feel to it. If it doesn't pick up on the mic, I'll put it in in post. <laughs> so the virtual reality nude scene was originally supposed to be a documentary, a nature documentary about beavers. Wasn't it still? No. Well, sort of. <laughs> so the off-site film team got drunk the evening of shooting and ended up at a strip club. The next morning, they woke up late, realizing they'd missed the bus to the nature reserve. And so they instead had to film one of the dancers that they had met at the club the night before. Hilarious. Yes. So that is why it is a VR like lap dance, because of that. That's so funny. Isn't that hilarious? When I read that, I was like, that's terrific. And of course, you know, it fits in the the 80s, 90s action movie, like, boob criteria. Sure. Yeah. So, but they already reached that with the sex scene. They so did. this is like a like a little bonus one. Bonus. Well, let's go back for a second. If, you're, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, this month on Time to Party, we are talking about the Jean-Claude Van Damme classic, 
Time Cop. Uh, as I mentioned in the first episode, uh, we are being joined by Warwick Johnson, uh, writer. Co-creator of The Empty Grave. Yes. Grad student. Noted bald man. And so. sometimes roommate. Sometimes roommate. Very infrequently. <laughs> um, yes, I thought... Deadbeat that... Fish Dad? If you don't know what Time Cop is, uh, here's what our good friends at IMDb tell us about it. Uh, Max Walker, an officer for a security agency that regulates time travel, must fend for his life against a shady politician who's intent on changing the past to control the future. Yes, so... Bum, bum, bum. Warwick, why dun, did dun, you dun, pick dun. Time Cop? So, I picked Time Cop because this is one of my, this is one of the action movies that I watched a lot when I was a kid growing up. Um, so, my brother and I, we got super into action films uh, around the time that we were in like middle, well, he was in middle school, I was maybe a little bit younger. And so, we had like Demolition Man on VHS, I recorded Time Cop on a, I taped it onto a, from our VCR. This is a very old time sentence off of HBO <laughs> so we could watch it again, you know, because I wasn't, I wasn't made of, you know, VHS money. Um, and so we just, we had these action movies that we would cycle through and we would watch all the time. And it was actually funny because when I told Ian that we were going to be doing the show, I was like, Oh, Hey, I'm, I'm going on, you know, Ben's time travel podcast. Do you want to guess what movie I picked to do? And the first thing he says, he's like time cop. <laughs> without a doubt um yeah so there's just something about this movie that just really resonated with me uh as a kid i think because a it's ridiculous um b it's very fun and silly in a way like it's just a full of a lot of great jean-claude van damme quips mm -hmm. which i always have really appreciated um and it's to a point that like as a comic book fan as a wrestling fan and of course as an action movie fan they're all three of those are genres where quips and like, um, you know, clever insults or comebacks are like how you get to be successful. Right. right. Like that's like a big thing. Um, and so I think because this is like kind of a little bit more of a fun. Also, this was like a darker film from the ones that we watched, you know, because his wife dies in the beginning yeah. of the film. Um, and then it gets like, it gets intense at times, you know, he has to go on the run. Like the future is all fucked up and he has to like go back and fix it. Like it was, it gets like crazy. Does it hold up from what you remember? Um, yes, it does because there, it's such a short film sure. that I basically remembered all of it. Mm. And so I was like, ah, yes, nothing is really different here. Although I will say this because again, I was a child when sure. I watched this. I didn't realize what they were doing when they went back in time to the um, the computer processor thing. Mm -hmm. I didn't get any of that. Mm -hmm. Just completely went over my head. Like how when I watched Jurassic Park as an adult for the first time, all of the lawyer stuff ties into the beginning scene. And oh, I yeah. never got that as a kid. Mm -hmm. I was just like, what's going on? Yeah. People are going to Jurassic Park. Cool. There's a lawyer here. I wonder why he's there. Oh, well. <laughs> and just never thought about it. But Jurassic Park is such a tight movie because it all ties together. Time Cop, not a tight movie, does not tie together. I just didn't, I just didn't understand what was sure. going on with it. <laughs> so uh, one, of the, one of the early scenes in Time Cop... Uh, we start out in 1929 New York City. 
Uh, and Ansel, oh well, the very beginning of the film is with the uh, Confederate. That's true. But yes, yes. but sorry. But uh, 1929. Right. Yes. Uh, in 1929, New York City, uh, we get Jean-Claude Van Damme chasing down a time criminal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ansel, I need to know, is shit an appropriate curse word for the 1920s? I think so. Yeah. I feel like I feel like shit is a thing that twenties uh, folks would have said. Really? Yeah. It it kind of stood out to me when uh, the the villain spoiler alert uh, that John Claude Van Damme is chasing is his old partner. Uh, when he says shit, it seemed out of place. So like I asked Warwick, I was like, is this appropriate language for the time period? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I I I couldn't really find much on the topic. <laughs> I also think that. I think that they have him say it because they do want the re- the audience to know, oh, this guy's from, from the, future. the future. Sure. I think that's also why the way he says it, it feels very incongruous to the world around. Of mm-hmm. course, we've also like watched him use like a weird disc man and right. stuff. So I mean like, oh yeah, this guy's from the future. He also has a newspaper with the date firmly pl- yeah. firmly printed on it. So you're as, like, oh, it's a future newspaper. Yeah. As we mentioned before, uh, they kind of take Biff Tannen's plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, they, they straight up, yeah. the villain's plan in this movie is just Biff Tannen's from Back to the Future too. Yeah, but they're all buttheads, so it doesn't work. It's true. <laughs> Uh, Biff is way more successful. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, it, it carries over to more of the movie. Than... <laughs> Biff only had to change one thing, though. Yeah. Like, all he had to do was go back in time, make one bet. Then everything else sort of went paved out from there. Well, well he kept using the book. Exactly. Though. But like, the thing is, he did it the smart way, and he, he gave it to his past self and then yeah. let his past self do that. Um you know, Macomb is like, I'm going to keep going back myself to to pers- to personally change time. Because I guess, I mean, past Macomb seems like a nice guy. Yeah. So what happens, do you think, in oh, the intervening 10 years? We have a that very Adam in? project. Yeah. Like, yeah. How did we, this character become the villain? It's true. I'm very curious to see that. Um, Broken heart. Aw. Yeah, probably. He sold his shares in that processing company. And then his like wife left him. Oh, I, I figured his uh, his business partner was more than a business partner, and after that, he oh. got real sad. And... He, 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 he shot time cops. Yeah. And then... <laughs> but yes, so in the in the nineteen twenties, he has to stop his former partner, right? Because A T A B, all time cops are bastards. Yes. Um, and then yeah, and then we get uh, we get some sweet future. Future Jean Claude Van Damme mullet action. Oh, that mullet. The mullet. It's the best. He looks like he came straight off of the ice for the New York Rangers. Yeah. Like this is like peak Jean Claude Van Damme Van Damme mullet. Van. <laughs> I always call it a Jean Claude Van mullet. <laughs> That's we walk into the barbershop, ask for the Jean Claude Van mullet, and they know exactly know. what we're talking yeah. about. It's it's like walking in and asking for the Rachel. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rachel Bilson. From the OC. Right, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the noted hairstyle. That's the only <laughs> famous Rachel that we need to know, right? Yeah. Right. There's no other uh there's no other Rachel in pop and culture. Adams. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Rachel McAdams. So the let's briefly talk about the villain though. Yes. Because Ron Silver kills it, essentially. Like I think Ron Silver is 
if you had a different actor playing this part, I don't think Macomb would make any sense. He's a very good action movie villain. Yeah, he's a great action movie villain. He's basically like if Ellis from Die Hard lived and became a time travel like villain. So he wants to be president, mm-hmm. and but he doesn't have the money to be president. And so he stages these things to go back in time to make money. First, he steals a bunch of Confederate gold, right? Which was sure, I, I why yeah, not steal I mean, from assholes? Why not steal from assholes? Who cares? Um, it's funny though because they just used them with the Confederate stamps on it, yeah. and I'm just like, it's gold, guys. Like you can melt it down and get rid of the evidence of your time traveling, but they're just like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> we don't have time for that. Very sloppy. Very yeah. sloppy. They send a single dude back. To rob the gold, too, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> Very confident. Yep. You know, a lot of this movie just does not give a fuck about paradoxes. Oh, no. Like, because there was that, and then when they were in New York in the 1920s, uh, Lyle and Max are just shooting at each other. In the office, in a crowded office, yeah. they are shooting at each other like crazy. Um, they don't give a shit at all if the people around them are like oh my god like time travel must exist yeah they it, don't care in fact they jump out the window yep. and then time travel back time to travel. the proper time in front of everyone on the sidewalk and then they put him in front of the weird like tribunal right with like the timekeepers or whatever the fuck right and uh they're just like yeah you're sentenced and they just they put him back right where they were falling and so he falls to his death and that is a very cold-blooded way of so doing dark. it. Dark. A, so dark. Very dark. But also, B, his corpse is back in 1929. So, like, people are going to catch on, right? Mm-hmm. That he's from the future. Well, it's not like they have DNA testing back then or anything. Well, no, so he's but got if all you're... future shit on him. Yeah, if you're <laughs> doing, like, an autopsy, you might be like, oh, that's weird. This guy has all these, like, you know, modern dental fillings. And they'll be oh, like, true. well, how does this make any sense? Like... Who knows what what kind of chaos that would have you know happen? Yeah. They could have right. just put a bullet in the guy's head, but instead they're like, "Nope, you're still plummeting. You're plummeting out of the building. Like, that's crazy. Like, don't they have a time prison? Like, yeah, like a time cube or something. Also, put them I want raft. Now, what you do is you conscript those people to be time cops. Ah, like in Loki. Like in Loki. The TEC is basically the original the, TVA. Yeah, the true. OC. Uh, he, he Who Remains uh, tried out uh, Time Cops Method first. Oh my god. <laughs> I, we, I would love to see a, a version of Time Cop where it's Kang is the, is the replaces Ron Silver. Oh my god. And it's just like, and it's not even just like Jonathan Majors. No, I mean straight up that it's Kang. Yeah. And he wants to be president, and so he puts this convoluted time travel scheme in place. Spoiler alert, Loki season two. Spoiler It's just time count. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love it. I bet bet with some clever use of Pro Tools, you could make this happen. If only we knew a video editor. Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) Um, But so, okay, so then, so the, his... Scheme to have a former time cop place a bunch of like make him money on the stock market fails because yes. Jean-Claude Van Damme stops him. So he decides, OK, well, what I'm going to do is since I'm hemorrhaging money, like I don't have enough money to stay competitive in the race. I'm going to go back in time 
kill my former business partner and just take over the business completely mm -hmm. because he developed these like cold, super cold com, you know, computer processors basically. So he does that. And then they have, and then he has enough money that he's like a shoe in to win the race. Um, the one thing that Time Cop absolutely got right about 2004 is that um, all you need in politics is, is money. money. Yeah. And like money equals speech. And so then he just buys the election. And I was just like, yeah, wow, that was, that was very accurate. Well, you know, now that we're talking about 2004, that is the future that this movie takes place in. Yes, the far-flung future of 2004. <laughs> right. And, and I do want to touch on the things that it got right. Sure. Because, like, there are some choices. Like, oh, yeah. Like, the cars. Bold choices. Oh, man. Like, the cars are the most insane choice for a future car I think yes. I've ever seen. Absolutely. It is like a, it's a completely sealed pod where it's shaped kind of like a car, but it's got all of this stuff on it. Like it's armor plating for like a zombie apocalypse. It, it looks like outfits that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch would be wearing. Yeah, absolutely. Just loaded up with zippers and yes, stuff. Exactly. Um, so you can't see out of it when you're driving it. So mm -hmm. the car drives itself basically. Yeah, it's a weird choice, but um, they totally got VR porn, right? They did get VR porn, correct. That is a thing now. Accidentally. Did we have that in 04, though? Um, How good were smartphones back then? So that, that uh, that's the question. Not right? good. Mm. Not I, good. I, I feel like the VR back then would have been like clunky, boxy, like Tomb Raider. That's Are we fair. talking like... You know, I mean, we had Virtual yeah. Boy back in the 90s. Right, yeah. exactly. Is it Virtual Boy porn? Probably. Like where you have to put it on, everything's all in red and black. <laughs> <laughs> um, another note that I made was the TEC is so dark, what happened to light bulbs in the future? Yeah, it's those high, high energy efficient bulbs, though. I mean, so that, that could also be considered fairly accurate. Sure. Um, the thing that for me is in Jean-Claude Van Damme's apartment, he comes inside and there's this like console right next to his door where it's like, it looks like a personal PC that's like right there mm -hmm. that he would like, that's how he gets his messages and stuff. And we were, we were debating. I thought that that was like a swing and a miss, but you thought that that was pretty accurate. Yeah. I mean, I feel like some houses do have that. Oh, that's yeah. very suburb. Now. Yeah. Like yeah. a smart home exactly. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there are. There are kitchens now with the smart fridge. Yep. Where you're like, you know, okay, what's the calendar for the family? Yeah. Like well, in Workaholics, like where they work can watch uh, WrestleMania on the fridge. Yeah. He has a smart TV, too. He does. Which is accurate, right? Because he's able to say, like, put on the, like, you know, creepy home video of my wife. That he, like, <laughs> talks along with. He does. That's Maybe how you just know just 20 years too early. It's like, possible. Because, yeah, I mean... Smart homes and integrated uh, screens on every damn thing. Yep. That's now. Mm -hmm. The Tesla truck is absolutely the cars of, of this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, that's the handheld voice-controlled personal computers mm -hmm. that the mm -hmm. time cops use aren't just our phones now. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's yeah. true. You know, I think that's the most accurate thing. Uh Maybe not for 2004, but right. like the future, you know. Uh, they were also right that all cops are corrupt, except Correct. for mm -hmm. except yep. for Jean Claude Van Damme and his best friend. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, evil senator trying to take over the world. I mean, they got Senate subcommittees wrong, but that's also, they, they got that wrong in 1994, too. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, that's not a future thing. The white supremacist party, yeah, they were right about that. Oh, yeah. Was yeah, yeah, that's right. That the white supremacist party got like 5 or 6% of the vote. So, if anything, it was a little low on their predict- predictions, but yeah. Well, it's 2004, though. Yeah, I mean... They were a little less out back then. A little less out. Yeah, that's true. Um, There was another one. Keep in mind, that's that's when GW got got elected. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's son uh, at the end of the movie is sporting some very weird clothes. It's true. I feel like that's pretty accurate. Kids fashion was terrible in the the (laughs) mid-2000s. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I... Me with my neon uh, sleeveless hoodie and <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no, sorry, that was Barack's election. Oh uh, four was actually was W Bush the two the wrath of W Bush one. Uh, Barack was elected in oh eight. If that helps, George W went up against John Kerry in the two thousand four election. Uh, you mean Cheers guest star John Kerry? What? Yeah. Seriously? Well, yeah. Oh, man. Because he, he, he was a senator at the no. time. No. Ah, did he have that Heinz money yet? That's a, that's my question. Oh, that's a good question. Probably. I think his. I think they've been married for like a long time. Mm-hmm. Did we break Ansel? I got blackout drunk the night of the 2004 election. So I very clearly remember it happening because we had the day off the next day for some reason. And I got rip-roaring drunk because I was very depressed about the how horribly everything went with John no, Kerry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I was like, okay, well, I'm too drunk. I'm going to go home. I'm like, okay. And so I, I took myself out of the party. I went home mm-hmm. at my at the fraternity that I lived at. <laughs> so I went back to the frat house, went to bed. And then I woke up the next day and I was like, I'm wearing my pants again. Why does my bed have all this mud in it? And then I discovered that what happened was I climbed into bed like a responsible person and went to sleep. And drunk Warwick woke up. So much like, <laughs> much like the Incredible something. Hulk. Yeah, so like a Jekyll and Hyde or the Incredible Hulk. I woke up and my pants were just covered in mud because I had tried to go back to the party and fell down. <laughs> slid down in the mud. And at that point, I guess I decided, well, this isn't going to happen. So I went back to the house. But instead of going back to where my room was, I went to where my room was one floor below. <laughs> and I went in there, which was... My buddy Adam Hot's room, and he lived there by himself. And I apparently barged in, and he was like still up, like doing stuff. And he's just like, "Hey, work, what's going on?" And I just sat down in his chair, and then I just threw up all over his rug. <laughs> and then at that point, I made it back to my room and passed out. Clothes, all my clothes still on, covered in mud. So I was just like, and I told him, I was just like, "I'm so sorry." I was like, "I, I went to bed. I, I thought that my night was done, and I, I guess it wasn't." And he's like, "It's cool, man." Did you clean it up? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I went down. I, I, I think I like dry cleaned the rug or whatever. Nice. Like I, I, it was like, I got it like cleaned and like returned handled to him and handled Good. it. Yeah. I took care of it. The problem I think was that I think he had like a book or something that got like oh, no. puke on it when I was like, sorry, like, I don't know. <laughs> Irreplaceable do first edition. Well, I think it was like I mean, a note. I think it was like a, a notebook. I think it was like dollars. Like, yeah, I, was, I didn't. I didn't have textbook replacement money, so like, 
I was a very poor theater college student. Sure. So, you know, I think probably I just didn't eat that Sunday, right, to dry clean his rug, you know, like that kind of thing. As a screenwriting and playwriting student, I completely yep. understand. <laughs> so while the events of Time Cop are happening, that's what I was doing. <laughs> I got rip-roaring drunk because <laughs> I was upset about Sugar Jimmy Bush. Uh, I graduated in 07. Okay. So at See, Illinois Wesleyan University, shout out Titans. That's when I graduated high school. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm an old man full of regrets and burritos. I'm, I'm an 08, so I'm ah, not so go. far. But. Yeah. That's where it's at, man. That's that sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the time travel mechanism of Time Cop. Yes, at the TEC. Right. The uh, Time Enforcement Commission, because they were like, we need to name this, and spent five seconds on it and did not go back. No. They were like, no notes. No notes. They went with their first <laughs> idea and were like, that's it. Nailed it. Sounds good. Let's get lunch. <laughs> but then so, it sounds like tech. Ah, that's, that's perfect. People hear Time Enforcement Commission and they know that you're Time Cops. <laughs> Just constantly puffing a cigar. So demanding, let's talk about, demanding pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, the time travel device in this is completely insane. Yeah, it's bonkers because it like doesn't make sense. it's like it takes two different movies' ideas of time travel and mashes them up. Thousand percent. Because to go back in time, well, first of all, they can only go back. They can only go back in time. Can't they go forward. Cannot go forward. But they go forward to get back where they started. Yes. I'm just gonna throw that out yes. there, guys, because that's the, shenanigans. They can't they can get go... they can travel back to the present. Yes. So they can travel back to my guess is when they left. Yeah. I don't know how you would define the present otherwise, right? So like you are barely gone. Right. Which honestly seems like some sort of like horrible like. It reminds me of the fact that like um, flight attendants don't get paid when the plane is boarding and deplaning. They only get paid for in the air. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, your day is so much longer than what you're getting paid for. So does a time cop get paid for the time that he's gone? Because if he's hourly, right, you could be stuck in 1994 for like a week. And then you come back and it's the exact same time. And you're like, well, you've only worked like an hour today, though. (laughs) Time cops have got to be salary, right? They, I mean, I you, I figure they probably are salary, but like, what They're are the overtime? Employees. Oh yeah, so. God, government yeah, employees. If you're gone for three months, right? Do you only get paid for the day that you were in? That's the question. Hmm. And so, I think they only get paid for the day that they're in, and that's why all of the time cops are corrupt. Are corrupt, yeah. They Except all... for Bruce McGill. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think Jean-Claude Van Damme is corrupt because let's not forget that he fucks with time for his own benefit. He does. <laughs> so He absolutely does. He doesn't get rich, but he gets a an alive Mia Sarah. And so a kid. like and a yeah, and a kid. <laughs> but yeah, so the 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 time travel mechanism to go back it's a involves rocket involves a rocket car yep. driving into a wall. Yep. And then once they're in the past, there's no rocket. There's no rocket. They just walk into the past. They yeah. walk out of like a shimmery puddle. What the fuck happened to the car? Where is where, the car? Where does the car go? Like, it's one thing if you travel back in time and you can't have any matter on you, right? Sure. Like, other than your human Terminator. body. Exactly. Yeah. Terminator rules. Yeah. Exactly. Terminator rules. But they show up fully clothed. Fully clothed. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, that doesn't make sense. And to you get... You were sitting down a second ago. Yeah. 
Right. Right. And they're just like, whoop. I mean, like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe when it hits at a, a certain threshold, the thing, like, opens up and they, like, ha-ha, hop yeah. out, you know? But then where does the car go? We, and they're also, they're very jauntily walking out of the weird, like, puddle, right? Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then to get back, they just have, like, what looks like an answering machine mm-hmm. that they, like, push a button on. And then they are just, like, they go through the, like, shimmery puddle again. Yeah. Why couldn't they just keep the puddle? Why couldn't they, it could have just been the puddle? They didn't need the rocket car. Well, I so I think what we were talking about before, I think is right, is that they had two different ideas about time travel and they had to combine it. So I think that they had the they were like we have to use the rocket car because of the scene where Bruce McGill sacrifices himself to get it like to to up the stakes, mm-hmm. right? So they're like we're going to go we're going to launch it and he's like pushing the buttons and then the guards come in and they're like, hey, we're shutting this program down. And that like was what you'd think they'd be like. They'd be like, hey, you know, like, you know, we're government employees. We're trying to stop you. Instead, they just start shooting, which seems like a yeah. very weird response, like to them just like using equipment that they've used in their capacity multiple times. Right. And the guards are like, nope, time to kill this guy. And I'm like, wow, that is dedication. Strange escalation, yeah. yeah. It's very odd. Yeah, they didn't just like, I don't know, like pull the plug or like turn the power off. Or it seems weird. Yeah. Um, but they needed that scene. So that's why I think the rocket car exists. Mm. And then they were like, well, how did I get back? And they just never worried about it. They were just like, we'll figure something out. And they just never did. Right. Yeah. They just kept kicking that can down the Movie road. Movie over. And they were like, well. <laughs> they had all these interior shots. And they yep. were like, well, we can't bring the rocket car in here. The crazy thing is, when they come back, he's back in the fucking rocket car. It's true. And it's going the other way. The rocket mm-hmm. keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. So somehow, going through time, the rocket car does pulls a Yui on this track. <laughs> right. And pops out where the, what are the Mendoza twins? Yeah. Oh, they talk about these two twins that end up as, like, stains on the brick wall. He mentioned, his, his... So he's being followed by internal affairs because of course he is because every time cop is corrupt. And so she's like along for the, for her first jump. Agent fielding. Agent fielding. And so he's like, he's like, yeah, just ask the Mendoza twins like about like a rough takeoff or whatever. And she's like, okay, we may all do that. Where are they? And she's like, you see those two red splotches? That's the Mendoza twins. (laughs) And then it's like, what a f- fucking horrible prank to play on someone. Yeah, it's, a, it's a rough first day at the office. Yeah. Man. You know, uh, you we've we've talked about Ron Silver. We've talked about Bruce McGill. Obviously, we've talked about Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme. But I feel like we should also talk about Mia Sarah. Yes. Yeah. Because... Uh, Mia Sarah, who has a thankless job in this film. Right. She is dead for almost all of it. Yep. She is immediately fridged. Um, which is a huge bummer. Yes. But the scenes that she is in are very delightful. Absolutely. She plays the role of loving wife very well. So you'd be like, yeah, of course. I would I would travel back in time to save this Mia Sarah. Like, you know. And then creepy JCVD walks up behind her in a mall and says, there's never enough time. Yeah. To, <laughs> she to, says, to, for what? And he says, to satisfy a woman. And I'm like, bro, maybe you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah I don't, wow. I don't. 
Like, how do you uh, not satisfy Mia's Van Damme diagram? I think. Yeah, where she's just like, all right, we're it's it's been two hours. We're we're out of. We got a hard stop at nine. You got to pack it in, Max Walker. We're let's. You know, like, there's not enough time to satisfy her. I'm but, just like, I think that you're doing something wrong. But Melissa Walker is with it enough to be like, it's okay, honey. <laughs> I, I swear they call her Marissa half of the time. Really? And Melissa the other half of the time. It was when I, they were shooting the, the, the car scene Yeah, Melissa, and then they changed it. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> later, someone's like, I think Marissa sounds better. <laughs> you know, and so like, or somebody I, forgot partway through. That hey, that could be, but I there were a couple of times that I was like, they just call her Marissa. Like I swear, I'm I, and I don't want to watch Time Cop again so soon to no. find out, but I might, and just be like, yes, I figured it out. Question: Is cheating on your, or is it cheating on your husband if you make out with a future version of him? I mean, I think that's the ultimate question of time travel. We've, yeah. We've asked it a number of times. Yeah. So um, I think Warwick is the only one who can, you know, in good faith answer this question at this point. I, so short answer, short answer is yes. Long answer is no with a but, if that makes sense. Interesting. Because I think of, so what's that proverb where like a man can't put his hand in the same stream twice? Because when he comes back, the stream is different, but also the man is different. Sure, right. sure, sure, right? sure. Just around the riverbed from Pocahontas. Exactly, right? And so, like, the way that time moves and everything, people are different. So, like, yes, you're technically the same person, but you're kind of a different person. I think in the context of Time Cop, it is cheating because this is a Jean-Claude Van Damme that has been without her for 10 years. Yeah. So it'd be one thing if they were together in the present and he comes back and he's like, oh, well, this isn't that weird. It's still weird, right? Yeah. You know, because it's like, you know, like the splitting, you know. Came back in time for a booty call. Came back in time for a booty call. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to make out with my dead wife. And she's just like, okay. You know, so I, that's the reason why I would think, I think that it is cheating. But if the past self is cool with it, then it's fine. Yeah, right? but he was knocked out after a fight. Right. Well, so I, so it's, that's the thing, right? So you gotta have, so long as there's consent by all parties, sure. I think that it's, then I think that it's, it's fine. It's kind of like polyamory rules. Right. Yeah, it's polyamory time trap, time, timer, timey amory. There you go. <laughs> um, Could you, you imagine know? how much more complicated polyamory would be with time travel? Oh my God. Uh, you, I feel like we'd have to all move to polyamory if there was time, tra- if there was this much time travel going yeah. on. You'd have to, you'd have to, everybody would just have to like have a, a in the event of time travel waiver that yep. they sign at the beginning of a relationship. Also, just like everybody's going back in time to try and bang Cleopatra. That's like the first, that's just like a line. Week yeah. one. There's just a, a line of time travelers out the door. And Helen of Troy. Yeah, I guess. But I, it'd be so funny if you go back to in time to find Helen of Troy and you're just like, oh, it's like, yeah, well, you know. I mean, she's a, she's you know, a, you know, she's, she's 800 BC 10. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like a, you know, 21st century, like five. And you're like, well, that's okay. A five? I don't know. Wow. I imagine that the women of the 21st century are much more attractive than the women of ancient Greece. Well, you have yeah. to say that because if Lindsay listens to this. I mean, Lindsay would be like a 400 and 800 BC. <laughs> I can, <laughs> she's I got so many teeth. Got so many teeth. She's got all the, She's got all of her teeth. 
you know? Fully functional organs. Yep. Um, they'd think that she was some sort of witch or god. You know, she'd I mean, be like, all of her, all the markings on her skin. Yeah, all the tattoos. Her tattoos, I think, would make would still make sense to people back in ancient Greece. <clears throat> but mine would be very, very confusing for the sure. people back then. They'd be like, "Well, what's this?" And I'd have to explain like what a gun is, you know. And I'm like, mm. "Well, I'm like, but it's also it's a it's a it's a revolver from the Wild West, and like, you know, so." You know, I think Tab would have a, a uh, an easy time going back because I think she could blend in as a cosplayer easily. You know, yeah. Mm. If, as long uh, if, if as long she, as she has everything with her, as, well, and as long as she covers her tattoos, because ah, uh, yeah, you've yep. made, she recently got a rebel insignia tattoo on her oh, arm. Yeah. She's got, yeah, she's got some muka on her shoulder. She's gonna, she could stand out for the wrong reasons in the right time. True, Salem. Yeah, yeah. I think basically avoid Salem in your time travel adventures. Oh yeah, you can't costs. can't go to Salem unless you're a white dude. Like even don't, then, even you, then. Well, that's true. Even um, then, yeah. Somebody could be like which? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. More weight. Oh man. Um. So one of the things that uh, it's very funny in this one that they are pretty good about blending in when they travel back in time, with the very notable exception of fucking Jean Claude Van Damme. It's true. <laughs> he. We've said how terrible he is at his job. He's awful at his job. It's multiple layers of being awful at Every his job. Every single time that they go back, the criminals are in period-appropriate dress. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good about hiding their future stuff. Like, the guy's in his locked office when he, like, pulls out his, like, walkie-talk. Yep. His, like, uh, Walkman. The guy robbing the Confederate <clears throat> soldiers. He's like, still dressed like a Confederate soldier. He pulls He's out dressed. a future gun, but, like, that's not until he has to. Also, yeah. he kills those guys. It's true. They're so not they, they're not, no one's going to know. Jean-Claude Van Damme, though, everywhere he goes, he's just dressed like Jean-Claude Van Damme yep. in, the 20, in 2004. And again, they get into a huge shootout in a crowded office yeah. in the 1920s. Do you think the time cops are there to prevent splinters in time? Or are they there to just prevent you from, like, stealing shit from the past? So, on the... It's... I think it's the it's the latter, but on the readout, they're able to find this because there's huge ripples that are being created mm-hmm. by changes in the time stream. So they're able to track people that are basically committing like stealing. Yeah. The entire film, no one goes back in time for anything more elaborate than basically just like a, a robbery. Mm-hmm. It's like armed robbery through time. That's what I mean when I say nobody has any imagination about time travel in this movie. Is that their only thought is, well, let's go back in time and get money. Nobody nobody goes back in time to buy the building that will later be worth a lot of money. Right. Right. The closest we get is the ones that are like the guy who goes back, his former partner, who goes back in time to commit Wall Street schemes on the day of like, you know, when the stock market crashed. Mm -hmm. That's it. That is the most imaginative part of it. Nobody goes back in time and, like, they don't even pull the Biff Tannen. I feel like um, Macomb, it would have been a lot easier for him to just go back 10 years and give himself, like, the newspaper with sports scores. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, a lottery ticket. There's so many easier ways than what he chooses to do. Now, I think that taking control of the company, that's smart. But that should have been the first thing. Right. That shouldn't have been the second thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, Adam Project. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Yep. When, uh, when she goes back and tells her younger self what to do, that's 
That seems like the logical move, mm-hmm. you know? But McCohen has so many hoops that he's making himself jump through. So many hoops. And again, I can't help but point out, uh, McComb creates his arch nemesis. Yeah. Because Jean-Claude Van Damme's wife is only dead because McComb sends people back to kill Jean-Claude Van Damme. And they fail, but they blow up his house with his wife in it. Yeah. And so then he becomes, you know, like grizzled and sad or whatever. But again, two things. One, it's time travel. If he lives through your attempt to kill him, you don't just go like, oh, well, that was our shot. You go back and do it again until you get it right. What a lazy villain. villain. And then two, when he finally does decide, okay, well, I do need to go take this guy out. He goes back to the exact same time as when he tried to kill him the first place. And I'm like, why not go further back? Why not go back when he's, you know, a baby. or or when he's just like a, a a DC street cop, fresh from Belgium, yeah. you know, little fresh faced, you know, Max Walker, you know, coming in. I mean, hell, an hour earlier when he's right, taking at a the dump. mall. At like, the mall, like, there's so many things they could have done, and they're just like, nope, got to be the exact same scenario in the shower. We, we gotta we gotta get a bomb, set it for five minutes. That's it, total, and then just that, and then that'll blow everybody up, including future, um, including future Ron Silver. Yeah, because future Ron Silver is just like, yeah, well, you know, we're all well, we're all gonna die. Like that's what he says to him. That's true. He's like that bomb's gonna go off any minute. Which a okay. Not villain, any minute, a specific minute. A specific yeah. minute. He says, he says it's going to go off any second. And I'm like, the the number one rule as a, as a supervillain, if you have a bomb, is know when the fucking bomb you is going to go off. You got to know these details. He Especially said, if you're in the blast radius. If you're, yeah. It's it's not hard, man. Like, set a, set a timer on your watch. He's just like, any second now. And there was like a minute and a half to go. Yeah, he had time. He had lots of time. And so he's just like, oh, you know, like, he's expecting it to go off, like, right then. And I'm just like, okay, it's one thing if I do that when I'm, like, making pasta, right? Sure. But I'm not going to blow up if my pasta is, like, a minute later because I'm like, oh, I didn't realize that. You're also not a time traveler. Like, time is... Yes. Super important. As a time traveler, you need to prioritize time. Yeah. But they don't give a shit about paradoxes in this No, movie. they don't. Because if that bomb blew up as Ron Silver intended, right, then future Ron Silver would be dead, right? And so then that means that in order for them, for him to go back in time and kill Jean-Claude Van Damme successfully, he would have to go back and die. And then, but that's not, I think, what he's thinking. He's thinking that the new future, things are going to be fine and hunky-dory, and he won't die then. And I'm like, well, but no, that's not... That's not how it works in this universe. Right. Like, it, it shouldn't be, yeah. but there there's so many paradoxes like that. Right. And, you know, another thing about JCVD's character is that he changes time and gets no repercussions. No, he gets rewarded with He it. gets yeah. rewarded. Like, okay, uh... They're going after his partner for change, changing time and... To, uh, for getting money for yeah. another person. Exactly. That's what they're going after him. Jean-Claude Van Damme goes back uh, and as a result, he benefits personally. Do you, do you think it's that the criminal code didn't change with time travel? So, like, theft is still illegal, but, but we haven't created a, a law for, you know, 
fucking up the time stream. It's possible, but so he, in 1994, he kills a U.S. senator, a sitting U.S. senator, that is still a senator 10 years later. Okay, so how much illegal. of a ripple yeah. effect did that happen, right? Now, you could argue that the U.S. senator is what proved his own undoing with that. And everybody kind of just rolls with it. They're yeah. just like, oh, yeah, Macomb like, disappeared 10 years ago, man. Like Nobody, nobody knows where he went. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, people would care about that, and they would investigate it and find out that he died in that building, but like whatever. Um, but now you have two people that were not alive before that are alive and doing things. Yep. So that's ripples every single time they do anything. Anything, yep. anything that they do causes a ripple. If, if Jean-Claude Van Damme's kid makes the varsity team and somebody else doesn't make the team, that's a ripple in time. Yep. So I mean, like, it's possible that they're just undoing, right? So if, if his wife is only dead because Ron Silver went back in time to kill her, that he's undoing that sure. and so now we're in the sacred timeline is Back, it where she's alive to the prime. it's possible i think that's the only read that you could have on it but they don't even fucking bother with it exactly. they don't even lampshade it at all they're just like no this is fine nobody cares yeah. the end of this movie should be time cops showing up and curb stomping jean-claude van damme and, ro- and locking him up in prison yeah because the tec doesn't have uh, their shit figured out. No. You know, like, they're, they're only concerned about robberies. That's it. Throughout time. That's... Mm-hmm. The TEC is basically like the IRS is now, where they're so underfunded that all they can do is concentrate on the small crimes yeah. that they can actually tackle. I think that's what it is. I think it's all just a budget issue. Mm, as opposed to the TVA, where Morbius... Or Mobius. 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 Not not Morbius. When uh, different thing. D- so whoa, very it's, different thing. It's Mormon time. It's Mormon time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when when Mobius is trying to to stop branches of the timeline. Right. You know, but the TVA is likely way more funded than the TEC. Yeah, man. He who remains has got money to spare. He makes it rain. <laughs> he makes now, it making it rain on that TVA. While we're talking about time enforcement agencies, here's the thing that always bugs me about it is that time enforcement agencies are always treated as a monolith, right? Mm-hmm. Like your your time enforcement agency has to be sort of a fixed point. Right. But in a movie like Time Cop, like they have not created a fixed time. No. no. And in fact, not. we see changes happen to no. the TEC. Exactly. Which is crazy crazy Mm -hmm. so that means that if they don't do their jobs correctly someone goes back in time and stops time travel from existing that guy's stranded yeah no way to get back because the tec doesn't exist anymore um the ending also because of the fixed because there is no fixed point thing the ending is especially funny because jean-claude van damme comes back nobody else knows about the events of the movie except Except for jean-claude van damme but it also means that he has no clue at all what the his son and his wife have been doing for the last 10 years. He doesn't know his kid's name. He doesn't know his kid's name. <laughs> he doesn't know fucking anything. He has to pick up his own life. Yeah, 10 so years he on. goes back to his house and his son is there and he's just surprised. And he's like, oh. He runs out, picks him up. And he's, and he's so happy. But I'm just like, how 
horrifying is that when your son is like oh dad here you know like are we gonna go play go to this game like you said we would and he's just like what game what are you talking about but it's not only is it that it's for everything Everything. he doesn't know what his kid likes to eat he doesn't know where he goes to school he doesn't know what his dipshit friends are named he doesn't know anything about this kid he's like it's you if you dropped me at that house, I would know as much as Jean-Claude Van Damme does about his family. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's wild. That is bananas. Uh, <laughs> and it's a happy ending. It is. It's a happy they ending. Like a happy that ending. kid is going to have so much therapy in 2024 because he's just like, my dad didn't never love me. He didn't know anything he about me. He didn't pay me. attention yeah. to anything I said in my childhood. Well, <laughs> that kid when I is... Was 10, I distinctly remember him not remembering shit. That kid is like, what, 30 now. Yeah. That kid like turned 30 recently. <laughs> he is now a senator. He is him. now yeah. a senator, yeah. He's planning a time heist. The next time I meet someone and they're like, yeah, my weird Belgium dad for completely forgot everything about my childhood when I was 10 years old. I'd be like, oh, I knew it. You're Henry, Henry time cop. <laughs> you're Max, you're Max Maxwell Walker Jr. <laughs> I do have to bring this up because it was like the last thing on my notes. And it's just that the Foley during the fight scenes is like so weird it's so it's so loud at times yes every knife sounds like it's a katana yep like just swinging through the air and i'm just like they're like little knives they're just like like regular combat like combat knives all of the kicks landing sound like bone breaking blows well he kicks very hard and he's still kicking right so he, he, he must be on broadway it's the only answer. Um, yes, every, it's in, it's insane. The Foley artist was like, was like, okay, well, what's the budget for this? And they're just like, oh yeah, you know, whatever. Like, and he's like, okay, so he <laughs> just, just went cabbage. <laughs> or, fucking nuts. Or they sent him for the first thing they sent him was the car flies into the wall and then they walk out the other side and he went, oh, it's that movie. Okay, cool, cool. <laughs> all right, great. Let <laughs> me get out all my celery. I like the thing he got, he got like the, the first note from the director, like pissed him off. And then he went full <laughs> malicious compliance on it where he's like, where the director's like, I feel like the nines should be louder. And he's just like, oh, fuck you. You My want the nines to I'll make them louder. I'll make them so loud. And so he just like hated the director and just amped every, turned everything all the way up to 11. That's what I think happened. I'm going to swing so many pipes around in my studio. Very logical. Mm-hmm. He, he had a picture of the director's face on each head of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that, those are the only answers. That or we're supposed to believe that Jean-Claude Van Damme is a superhero. Yeah. Like that's logical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Warwick, would you say that Time Cop is worth your time? Yes. I think that Time Cop is worth your time. Uh, the caveat that I will add to that is that this is an insane film that is very weird and very crazy. So if you are watching this expecting Citizen Kane, I, I don't don't do that. But if you're like <laughs> if you're looking for something that's like Point Break level, yeah, then absolutely it's worth your time. And luckily, it's relatively short. 
Yeah, it's ninety minutes. Yeah. The 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 golden age of cinema when everything when nothing was over two hours long. Yeah, thanks Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Christopher Nolan, who's like, you gotta go to the theater and sit through my four hour film about like you know sand on Dunkirk or whatever. Um, I love the movie theater experience, but having to sit there each time for three and a half hours or more for bullshit that could have been two movies instead of one is so annoying it's it's so funny that nolan is the one that is so hard up on this because i saw interstellar in the theater and i was miserable i hated it it's so goddamn long i saw tenet at home in the comfort of my own home and i just watched like half of it and stopped and did other things and then I watched like the second half the next day and I liked it a lot more it's great. because I wasn't held captive by Christopher <laughs> Nolan's four hour runtimes and like all of the dead wives that he puts in every one of his yeah. movies. And I mean, to be Drives fair, um, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings was also like that for me because I really had to go to the bathroom during the third one mm. and I was just like, oh my God, it's over. Nope. nope. <laughs> Here's another ending. It's all nope. Over. Here's another ending. I think everyone had that experience yep. the first time they saw that movie because we all like we're all just like, out. Uh, You're like, okay, yeah, all right, we're about ready. Just start getting out well, of your chair. It's like, oh, nope, nope, no, Frodo's no. getting on the boat. All okay, right, all right. right. start getting, oh, nope, nope, they're at the shire. All right, all right, all right. yep. And I, uh, at a certain point, like, Bilbo sure is old. <laughs> and this is back in the day when you, before you could like up, up your parking, you know, on your oh, phone. Yeah, and so yeah, everyone's yeah. like, oh, that meter's running out. <laughs> I thought, How many more no, I thought four hours would be enough. <laughs> It was not enough time. Uh, I mean, have you guys seen James Cameron's recent take on this? James Cameron. Because apparently the new Avatar is going to be just redonkulously long. And there's three of them. There's no point. I I refuse to watch the new Avatar movie. I'm not going to see any of them. The only Avatar sequel that I will give my money to is... The Last Airbender. No, no. I mean, well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, Cora. it'll be on, it'll I mean, be on Netflix. Yeah, I, I think. Right? I think that. I yeah. I think. I think. Yeah, that, I actually right. do think the that. One it they're is. Working on. But the the only money that I'm going to be giving James Cameron for Blue People is if I'm in Disney's Animal Kingdom going to Pandora mm. because that shit is cool. They have floating mountains. Mm. The Imagineers actually made floating mountains work, and that's so fucking sick. And I would gladly pay to go see that. But I'm not going to sit in the fucking theater to, for 18 hours to watch three more sequels. I might watch it in IMAX 3D. Just because the first one in IMAX 3D was such a visual experience. But I think I need to be drunk. <laughs> I, this is where I point out that it, it was a visual spectacle. And that movie came out 13 years 13 ago. 13 years ago. It was mind-blowing. 13 years ago. I don't want to see a sequel to that now. I didn't see Wall Street 2. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I, I, the perpetual jerking off of Michael Douglas. Don't get me wrong, I didn't I'm not see that. I'm forward to it. But, like, if somebody else really super wants to see it, I'm going to insist on IMAX 3D. I will. I and, will. See, and drinks. I, I, if, if Avatar 2 is just uh, Miles Teller running around trying to get the approval of a, of a very harsh, older Jake played by Tom Cruise, then maybe... Oh, wait, no, that's Top Gun. That's right. Top Gun. Sorry, top, that's, yeah. that's, that's, Sorry, that's top, top Gun. That's just Top Gun Much again. better film, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but if no, you so do apparently... Top Gun Maverick and just paint everyone blue... Ooh. 
I'd watch that. I'd watch that edit. Yep. If you took Whiplash and painted everyone blue. If you took Fan Four Stick and painted everyone the thing. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, apparently James Cameron is like, yeah, the movie's four hours long. Get up and pee. You're fine. You're not gonna miss You're not anything. Gonna miss anything. Yeah. What movie is James Cameron ripping off for the sequel? Is what I'd like uh, to yeah, know. Yeah, I want to know. Is it? Because it's not going to be a weird pastiche of Fern, uh, Gully, Fern has Gully. Yeah, we've already so, done. Does it? Yeah, we've done Fern Gully slash Pocahontas maybe. slash uh, last. Uh, what's what was the Dances Wolves? Dances Wolves. Dance Dance Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. Um, maybe this one's going to be like Mulan and. Uh, Moulin Anastasia. Rouge. Uh, oh, Moulin and Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Rouge. Yeah, combine those up. two. Because, you know, both have a lot of With singing some, like, in Priscilla, it. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert thrown in there. Ooh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, you know, The Lighthouse. Okay. You know, maybe a little, throw a little prestige in there. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Goofy Movie. Yeah. Right. You need that. You need the goof because the uh, Jake and his son. How do we? Jake takes his son fishing. There you go. There is a lot of water in the next Avatar sequel. How do we sneak the Goofy movie into this show? That's what I want to know. Is Is that not a time travel movie? I mean, they travel and it takes time. True. It's a much slower form of time travel. You could argue that Powerline is Max grown up who's come back in time. To entertain the cell itself and reunite him and his dad. That's it. it. Have we already talked about this on this show? Have we already talked about Powerline? I don't think so. And how it? So it's a it's a very catchy song. This is a dumb tangent, but okay. Okay, it's a very catchy song, right? It's an incredibly catchy song. Reminds you of Prince, right? Uh So they wanted Prince, right? That makes sense. But they couldn't get Prince, right? He will only appear on New Girl episodes. For for some reason unexplained, Prince was just like, nah, I don't want to. So they got Tevin Campbell, Tevin Campbell right. who studied under Prince. Mm. They recorded it in Prince's studio mm. with Prince's band. So it's basically just a Prince song, absent Prince himself. The, the the individual that's all I mean, of the that's trappings a, of Prince. That's a pretty big. That's a pretty big thing to it not is have. It's a pretty big though. thing to not have, but like all the trappings of Prince. Everything else is there except for the except last, for the, the, the main, last piece, the, of the main puzzle. most important part. But I mean, yeah. Tevin Campbell did a great Tevin job. Campbell kills it, and he's still killing it. Mm-hmm. They have reunion panels every once in a while, every few years. You know, I think it was uh, the last big milestone that was divisible by five. Uh, they had a, a panel at D23, and Tevin Campbell just comes out to at the end to, to perform the song. And he still got it. He had dancers and everything. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And then you had uh, uh, Jason Marsden and uh, Bill Farmer on the stage. <laughs> just I'm just sad out, that, that we don't hear from Ke- Tevin Campbell in any other context. Like, mm. yeah. Why did this not launch an amazing career? He's I mean, clearly he's he should have been the new prince. Yep. That's true. Yeah. We Shut lost up. the first one. We had a backup. What happened? I know. Uh, uh, he did have a pretty good run uh, as a '90s R&B dude, though. Did he? Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. that's good. But but it's like he's he's kind of a deep cut, you know, for for most mainstream music yeah. fans. I don't know who Tevin Campbell is. This yeah. is where I admit that. See, I, I, I knew who he was because my cousins from here, from Chicago, were into R&B in the 90s. So they were just like, oh, Goofy Movie, that's this artist. And then, gotcha. 
played played his song and stuff. And I'm we, just like, we'll oh, I know. We'll be song. listening to Tevin Campbell later tonight. Yeah, I will. I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that now. Uh, all right. So what about your transition into the ending? I guess. Yeah. Well, wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. What about you? Do you think that Time Cop is worth the time? I mean, it was ridiculous, but because it was so short, I think it was fun. Um. So I mean, yeah. As long as you're not expecting, uh, uh, I don't know, Citizen Kane. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of a better movie than Citizen Kane, um, because there are plenty. Um, hot take. I don't like Citizen Kane. Jurassic Park. No, I don't know. I think of a better movie than yeah, The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse. <laughs> there are a lot of better movies than Citizen Wong Kane. Fu. Oh yeah. Like, like Tu Wong Fu. As long as you're not expecting Tu Wong Fu. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, this is a, this isn't Wong Fu at all. <laughs> what? A what? white man? A, 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 a white man? <laughs> to John Wu, thanks for everything, oh, Newmar. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, I'd say go watch Time Cop. It's ridiculous. You can watch uh, it for free on Tubi right now. You can watch it for free on Tubi right now. There you go. So yeah, that's that why. Sweet, sweet Tubi money. <laughs> if I plug Tubi on every podcast I'm on, they'll buy me a sandwich. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tubi. Tubi. They're not going to. It's, and it's going to be like a plain ham and cheese. I know it, but that's like okay. like a 7-Eleven sandwich. Yeah, it's like a 7 Tubi does Tubi's not made of money, you yeah, know? I mean, it's a They're free not, service. Tubi's not yeah. made of sandwiches. Tubi's <laughs> <laughs> They don't have pot belly money. Nope. Oh God, no. What do you think? They're uh, they're Prime Video. Yeah, well, they're not even they're not even Freebie, or whatever that one is called. <laughs> it is Freebie. Yeah. Freebie. Pluto TV. Uh, I'm just Crunch Crunchyroll. Shutter. Uh, uh, Shutter. Oh God, what's the one? Crackle. Crackle. Oh yeah, no, they do not have Crackle money. That is for sure. Roku. They don't. They're not Roku. Yeah. <laughs> If you go on Shutter, no, I'm just kidding. It's true. Yep. No, do it. Do it. Yes. Go on Shutter. Go watch Revealer right now. Yes, do it. We've do talked it. about Revealer a lot. Do it. <laughs> Almost as though a recurring guest host on this show is in the movie. That's it's true. That's, oh, wait. Shane is a recurring guest host? Yeah. That's crazy. What if I was like Bishop Stevens is a recurring guest host? <laughs> the only other person in the film? Right. <laughs> go watch Revealer. And then maybe there will be a prequel called revealed no wait that would be the sequel yeah the, the the dresser teaser teaser the teaser, the teaser. Uh-huh. revealer well, like it could also take place in the strip club yeah or a peep show yeah we should call luke and mike and tim I hey guys we have an have, idea i don't have any other numbers i will dm them on the, twitter they're they're chicago comics people and you don't know them I don't have their phone numbers. We're not like that good of friends. We're like acquaintances. We're work acquaintances. All right. So then call uh, Art nice Balthazar guys. and Franco. And... Oh, maybe I will. Maybe I will. And I'll be like, hey, when are we getting an aw yeah, aw AEW, aw AEW? I mean, they already have uh, Frank Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. It's true. In the aw yeah universe. Yeah. That's, yeah. So we need to get, get that tie-in going for All Out. With Danhausen. With Danhausen. Love that. Love that Danhausen. Love that Danhausen. Anyway, go watch Revealer right now. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> We've gotten to the part of the show where I don't know any of the words they're saying. <laughs> well, party people, thank you for tuning in 
to our review episode on Time Cop. Um, Time to cop. Time to cop. (laughs) (laughs) Two cop, two party. Yep. I didn't say time at all in that. Nope. (laughs) Party, party to cop. cop, Tokyo cop. Cop to the future. (laughs) A cab. Cop drift. A cab. All Uh, time cops are bastards. Correct. You can find us on the internet. I'm at Beastlevario20 on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Warwick underscore Johnson on Twitter. I'm at Indecisionist on Twitter and at The Indecisionist on Instagram. You can join the conversation by using the hashtag Time to Party. That is Time the Number Two Party. And, you know, well. That's, that's a very long hashtag. Time to Oh, they party. don't have to write that whole thing. No, no, no. They no, don't no. have to write the number. Oh, okay. Time the number two party. <laughs> you know what? For I'm this episode, for the second episode, let's use the hashtag time, time the, the number, number two, two party. I guarantee you we'd be the only ones in that hashtag. That's so fine. That's... Finally. I thought, I thought we were safe before and then some <laughs> other ding dong came along. Oh, no. We need to time cop his ass. Yeah. We got to time, time cop the other time to parties. We wow. got to time top his ass. Oh, yeah, wait. Time top. Time top. That that's time that's cops. The, there it is. <laughs> time cops. Time tops. <laughs> time tops. It was right there. Why yep. couldn't they? Oh, oh okay. Time a, tops. I'm sorry. Especially time cops should have used time tops because that's that's terrific. Yeah, I love that. But time cock is time cocks is pretty good, but it's also expected. That's why I think time tops is better. Mm. Yeah. It's a real thinker. It's a real thinker, yeah. which is what you want with your gay porn. Absolutely. Yeah. All your porn, really. Mm, it's true. You gotta stand out on the shelf. Yeah. Hey, I mean, April O'Neil uh, put a female doctor in her Doctor Who porn parody before the actual show put a female doctor on the show. There you go. So you gotta stand out somehow. She's trailblazing. She is a trailblazer. Just, I mean, I'm not gonna... Keep talking about porn. It's all right. <laughs> Stop talking about porn. Hey, um, sex work is work. Sex work is work. Is. Go yes. hug a sex worker today consensually. Consensually. If, if, they, yeah. if both parties agree to it. Right. Uh, or pay them. Yeah, pay them. And then then if consensually you both agree to it, yes. hug them. Yeah. And watch Revealer on Shutter. Yeah. Unrelatedly. Also just watch Revealer on Shutter. Also buy my book. Buy there my book. Is. If you go to kingmakercomics.com, you can get The Empty Grave. It's a very good book. It is a very good book. I've read it. See? About... Oh, uh, it's about a bounty hunter in the Old West who comes back to life to get revenge on the people that killed her. I would just work at convention, so I said that for three days straight. Over and over and over and over and over That's again. That's why it sounded so good. And another so cool polished thing, now. Another cool thing about the book is that Warwick's uh, Chicago Comics friends have contributed some guest art to yes, the book. Yes, the final, final chapter of The Empty Grave, because when you buy the complete collection, you get all four issues, but the final Ooh. issue has guest appearances from the likes of noted Chicago luminaries like Ali Canarella, Jim Terry, Jason Muir, Various other people, like my buddy Brian Vander, who's a terrific artist, Alex Newman, uh, Stephen Yu. That's all of them. I've now named everyone. Newman. Newman. Um, so buy it. It looks great, and it's a very cool book, and you'll be like, wow, this is really good. When are you going to make more of it? And I'll be like, I don't know. I've got other stuff that I'm doing. Sorry. 
Got too real there. <laughs> but buy it and let's make that happen. Maybe if you buy more of them, I'll do it. Yeah. If you buy, the only way to get me to make more empty grave is for you to buy all of these books. I have a stack of books in the corner of my bedroom that I want to get rid of. So it's up to you, universe. If you buy 75 copies of this book, maybe I'll do it. That's convenient because I need one. Hey, there we go. Aha. There's one. Aha. There you go. All right, party people. While you're contemplating getting that sweet, sweet JCP. Be sure to tune in next time when we do our best to entertain you with some fun facts inspired by Time Cop. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longed of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song. This has been an Indecisionist production. So until then, party people, be excellent to each other and party, party on, on, dudes. Do drugs. Yeah! <laughs> 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 <laughs>